It's time for Tower Talks with Inside Towers, the wireless infrastructure industries podcast. And here is your host, Inside Towers business editor, John Celentano. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us. This episode is sponsored by Inside Towers Intelligence, a quarterly market report that dives deep into the wireless infrastructure ecosystem. It looks at market trends, capital expenditures, relevant M&A transactions, and more. Intelligence is designed for managers, marketers, and investors. An annual subscription also includes an exclusive briefing and online support. The Q4 2021 issue is in production now and will be available shortly. For more information or to subscribe, visit insidetowers.com slash intelligence. We have another timely and interesting topic today. The use of mid-band spectrum has been the focus of much discussion among mobile network operators as they move forward with their 5G build-outs. Broadly thought of in the 1 to 6 gigahertz range, but more specifically in the 3 to 4 gigahertz range, mid-band spectrum offers an attractive balance of wide area coverage and high-speed connections that are needed for 5G applications. Verizon and AT&T each spent a lot of money acquiring C-band spectrum in the 3.4 to 4.0 gig uh, range and are already deploying A-block licenses in the 3.7 to 3.8 gigahertz range in the top 46 partial economic areas or PEAs across the country. While C-band works well in outdoor applications, like all cellular signals, it encounters propagation problems in reaching subscribers inside buildings. And since studies show that a high percentage of all cellular calls either originate or terminate inside buildings, that's a problem. Here with me to talk about some of these in-building signal propagation challenges and novel ways to address them is Todd Ferris, Product Line Director of Wilson Pro at Wilson Electronics. Todd, welcome to Tower Talks. Thanks, John. So probably a good idea to start with a brief background on Wilson Electronics. Uh, Wilson yeah, Electronics... Uh, Please give us the high-level view on the company and, and your main products. Great, great. So we're a, a cellular repeater manufacturer. We design and manufacture in-building repeaters for both consumer and for enterprise. So if you have a poor cell signal in your home, office, hotel, hospital, or factory, we can capture the signal with an outside antenna, amplify it, and rebroadcast it throughout your space. Our consumer and small office brand repeaters are part of our, our WeBoost brand and are available on Amazon and at most uh, Best Buy stores. Uh-huh. And they can also be purchased uh, directly from our website at, at WeBoost.com. Our commercial and enterprise products are part of our Wilson Pro brand and, and typically cover much larger spaces of 50,000 square feet to, to beyond a million square feet. Hmm. And, and my role in the company is uh, product line director for the, for the Wilson Pro uh, side of the house. Excellent. So you have a, a product on the market. Um, I gather it's a fairly recent introduction, um, a product to, um, to address this uh, the C, the portion of the C-band spectrum that Verizon and AT&T are rolling out now. Why don't you talk about that a little bit? We do. We do. We're really, really excited about the Enterprise 1337R. Uh, it would probably, probably be good for me to, to provide just a little more background on, on C-band and, and where it fits in the whole, in the whole 5G story. Mm-hmm. You know, 5G has been around now in a, in a few different forms for a couple of years, and I think it's safe to say most of us have been a little bit underwhelmed with performance. 
you know, the, the really high millimeter wave frequencies known as FR2 uh, can provide amazing data rates, but mm -hmm. unfortunately they suffer from, from poor propagation. Right. Uh, so, sometimes only, only providing, you know, coverage within 500 feet or so right. of, a, of a millimeter wave base station. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes you, you hear those referred to as, as G node Bs, uh, the millimeter wave or the 5G base stations. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the lower frequency 5G, uh, and I think a lot of us are seeing, you know, 5G showing up on our, on our phone there in the, in the top right-hand corner of our, of our phones or, or UEs, user equipment, you know, as they call it, as they call it in the biz, um, just a, another word for a phone or a handset. Um, but, you know, really 5G in, in the traditional lower frequencies, uh, you know, it's only a marginal increase in, in faster speeds compared to compared to 4G LTE. So, so C band, that's where, where things start to get exciting. And you know, C, C band will, I think, finally deliver on the original promises of 5G in terms of faster data rates and, and coverage. Mm -hmm. I, I think most of us saw news reports around Christmas time that the that the C band rollout was delayed a couple of weeks due to some concerns with the FAA. And, and airports and, and those concerns were addressed. And um, C-band is, is now live, as you uh, pointed out in the, in the introduction, at least, you know, the A block is. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a, a Verizon iPhone and I'm picking up C-band now in lots of places as I move around. And, you know, when I'll run a speed test, I can, I can regularly hit uh, 200 uh, megabit data rates, which is yeah. fantastic. That is. Um, and sometimes, sometimes even even a bit faster than that. So C-band is delivering on that original 5G promise by kind of hitting the sweet spot, right? It's it's offering tons of bandwidth as well as as much improved uh, propagation compared to to millimeter wave. Huh. But like like all cell signals, C-band can struggle sometimes to penetrate buildings, and that's where the Wilson Pro Enterprise 1337R comes in. The, the 1337R is a dedicated uh, C-band amplifier supporting, uh, or repeater, supporting two by two uh, MIMO, multiple input, multiple output in the A block portion of the C-band, uh, bringing those really high 5G cellular connections uh, you know, inside your space. Uh, and it can even be, um, Enterprise 1337R can be combined with our low band amplifiers, such as the Enterprise 4300, uh, to provide a complete uh, in-building coverage solution. So with, with uh, two systems sharing uh, the same coax, uh, you can cover low band and mid band. Uh, and uh, you may need to go through uh, your space and, and update your, your in-building antennas, depending on the antennas you're using. Uh, but apart from that, uh, you know, the systems can run in, in parallel covering uh, low band and, and mid, mid band, bringing all of that uh, speed and uh, improve data rate in inside your space. So uh, just to that point, talk about the, the elements or the pieces of equipment that are involved to actually make that happen. Uh, uh, you need, so, a, yeah, you, you need some kind of antenna, of course, but then sure. it, it, and, and it, the cabling, uh, as you mentioned, but uh, yeah. what, what would this look like? It's uh, it's pretty straightforward, as you mentioned. The, the first step is is capturing um, an outside signal, and then that's done with uh, you know an outside, typically an outside directional antenna, 
pointed to the the different towers uh, that uh-huh. you're that you're trying to pick up and our equipment is designed in such a way that uh, you can use uh, specific uh, directional antennas for specific uh, cell bands so you can maximize uh, that uh, uh, indoor coverage area uh, by bringing in the strongest possible signal from from each tower so from that point uh, signals brought into uh, an amplifier or repeater, it's sometimes called, somewhere inside the building. Uh, our products are uh, either wall mount or rack mount or, or both, depending on the wall, on the, on the model number. So um, from there, it's based on the size of the, of the space. It go, it'll go through maybe a, a splitter or a, or a tap or a, a series of those where uh, we're, we're now taking that coax and distributing it throughout the building to, to several different uh, antennas to, to cover the whole space. Now, uh, if you're combining systems, low band and mid band, it's the same thing. You just, when you, when you get to those combiners, uh, you're, you're maybe, maybe connecting a, a low band repeater, uh, right, right uh, connected with the, the C band using a, a series of, of combiners and then and then one coax run out to your space uh, where you can share the antennas, if, if that makes sense. So the antennas are multi-band. You, can ju- you only need one unit to do both frequency bands or, or do you need separate antennas? The, the in-building antennas are multi-band antennas. Now, I would, I would recommend anyone who has an existing uh, low-band Wilson system to uh, you know, check the bandwidth of the antennas that were installed to see, that they, see if they cover C-band. Right. Um, depending on the brand, some some do and, and some don't. Uh, we are offering now uh, broadband antennas uh, uh, f- th- available through Wilson, through the Wilson Pro, or Wilson Electronics brand that, that do cover the entire spectrum. So you don't need to run and install multiple antennas, which is mm-hmm. convenient. Mm-hmm. Right. Good. Good, good. So the 1337R, you said, covers the... A block piece of spectrum, which is what 3.7 to 3.8. But we know by 2023, the balance of the C band spectrum going up to 3.98, that includes the B and C blocks, will be live with all the carriers. Um, how do we how do we handle that? Do we need a, a new unit or or how does that work? It was so we're already working on the uh, the next generation. Uh, C-band amplifier. It'll it'll be uh, it'll be referred to as the Enterprise uh, 1398, mm-hmm. and it's going to cover all the way from uh, 3.45 uh, to 3.98. So we will cover with that wow. product. We will cover uh, the B and C block you mentioned, yep. as well as the recently auctioned uh, 3.45 to mm-hmm. 3.55 band. Mm-hmm. And and then also it has a CBRS capability. It also includes uh, software-defined digital filtering, so that depending on what specifically you want to amplify, uh, the product can be uh, can be customized. It'll probably be sold under different model numbers or different suffixes depending on the specific uh, bands that uh, that you're interested in mm-hmm. in bringing in. Can, and, and with the software-defined capability, Todd, can we? Use- go back and forth between the different bands as, as the need dictates or, or? That would be up to the carrier because these are uh, industrial uh, repeater solutions. Hmm. 
typically it involves uh, a little bit of carrier coordination, a, re- a rebroadcast agreement from the from the carrier. Yeah. And so it would it would depend on the terms of on the terms of their agreement. You know what what uh, specifically you're you're amplifying or or mm-hmm. bringing inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now in a in a really big building like uh, you know high rise building you might find in a New York or Chicago or elsewhere. Uh, do we need you know is one amplifier sufficient or do you need multiple to cover the space? So it is a it is a function of of the strength of the outside signal, you know, it always mm-hmm. starts with that with that outside signal strength. And uh, you know, with a with a weaker signal, you might need more systems in order to get to get maximum coverage and power out of the out mm-hmm. of the system. But in general, with a with a really strong outside signal, one unit uh, can cover oh seventy five thousand to one hundred thousand square feet mm-hmm. uh, with with a really strong um, outside signal. Mm-hmm. And then with a with a weaker signal, you know, you'd need, need maybe more amplifiers. So you can kind of scale it from there, right? So, mm-hmm. so with a really great, you know, outside signal, which a lot of you know cities and suburban areas have great signal outside, yeah. right? You can yes. make phone calls, you can make phone calls in the parking lot all day long, but <laughs> you get inside and yeah. you know, a lot of these green, you know, uh, low emissivity building materials that are being used now are are sure. fantastic for uh, they're fantastic for uh, you know keeping your uh, your energy bill down, right? But the same, you know, those same physical principles that, uh, you know, keep you uh, warm in the, in the winter and cool in the summer, they also do a great job of, of keeping RF out of the, uh, of the building. You know, people, mm-hmm. tend to, people tend to think, oh, well, you know, we'll stand next to the window, you know, to make a, to make a phone call. And in a lot of cases, the window can be the worst place because the, the, there's actually a, a thin, a thin layer of metal that's used in a lot of these energy efficient windows mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that completely block the cell signal. In some cases, you're better off standing next to brick, <laughs> but uh, you know, really the best solution is, is uh, you know, a Wilson pro system in your space sure. where effectively the way we, we, like, we like to put it, you know, we, we kind of make the walls go away, right. From an RF perspective, we just, whatever, whatever signal you've got outside, uh, we can duplicate it and uh, and bring it inside. So and, and we can really cover to answer your original question, really any size space. It's it's just a, a function of the number of systems uh, that are used. Is there a a, a planning tool uh, in terms of costing these out? I mean, um, you know, how should we think about uh, how would building owners or real estate property developers and like think about? Well, if we're going to outfit our building with an in buildings repeater or amplifier system you know what, what kind of costs are we talking so, about? so you can you can work with one of our our partners uh, mm-hmm. for sure uh, we have a, a network of we have of uh, you know outside sales representatives and and distribution partners mm-hmm. who can help uh, kind of a good rule of thumb nowadays is is maybe you know a, a buck 30 to to depending on the space and the complexity of the space you know a buck 30 to a buck 80 kind of Per mm-hmm. square foot, kind of, kind of cost range. If you're looking mm-hmm. for like, a real ballpark figure, mm-hmm. and um, you know, sometimes a little lower than that, sometimes a little higher, but that's kind sure. of a good ballpark cost. Um, if you need, you know, again, a back of the envelope guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, it, at uh, at Wilson Pro, we have we have our own internal uh, system design team that can help, as well as again, you know, a ne- network of trained outside sales reps who can who can help you find the right solution for your for your space 
are, all, are these uh, enterprise uh, great products are they sold directly to the customers or do can can customers go through um, partners of yours they uh, are sold primarily through uh, through distribution so mm-hmm. we sell through uh, graybar tesco uh, Accutec, um, and annexter mm-hmm. um, and um, you know sh- should be no problem again all all of those folks have gone through through uh, training and, and are well versed in the solutions that, that we offer here at, at Wilson Pro. Mm-hmm. Excellent. You know, uh, and, and just one final point. We, a lot of buildings these days are equipped with uh, some kind of distributed antenna system. Does, does this product work with uh, a DAS uh, or is it really a, a separate application? No, that's a, a great question. So it, it, would, it would work with a DAS. Uh, depending on the building, you know, there are a lot of uh, spaces where, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, m- maybe it's a single carrier uh, DAS system and, mm-hmm. and maybe there, there are other carriers uh, that, uh, that are desired in, within the space. And in those situations, you know, they play well together, no problem at all. Uh, in addition, you know, a small cell, uh, base station, indoor small cell or femto cell, they're sometimes called, can be used in, in uh, concert with our system. So instead of that donor antenna, you know, outside antenna that we were talking about earlier uh, to pull the signal in, you could actually use uh, femto or small cell as mm. the source uh, for our system. So um, they, they definitely complement each other. Um, a, a DAS system and a, and a Wilson system uh, absolutely, uh, absolutely work well and, and complement each other. Awesome. Okay, great. Well, look, Todd, this this is great, uh, good information, and and I think the timing of all this is is really good and really important, given uh, the with the C band rollout and then the other spectrum deployments not too far behind. But um, any uh, any concluding remarks you'd like to leave us with? Yeah. So so um, just reminding everybody to to check us out. Um, at uh, wilsonpro.com to take a look at all of the other solutions we, we offer for, for different bands. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, in terms of consumer offerings, weboost.com, that's W-E-B-O-O-S-T.com. Uh, uh-huh. So if, if, you're, if you're struggling with cell coverage or, or you have friends and family who are, uh, we, can, we can provide the exact same solution for your home or, or small business. Uh, we even have a line of, of automobile products, so you can put a little uh, little antenna on the roof of your car, uh, plug a little repeater up to your your cigarette lighter adapter, and uh, and get great cell coverage uh, as you as you uh, drive around. Very popular with uh, the trucking industry mm-hmm. and uh, oil and gas and and, and you know real estate awesome. uh, on the on the WeBoost um, mm-hmm. side of the house. And um, in terms of you know upcoming. Uh, shows and, and conferences we're, we're attending will be at the National Facility Management and Tech Conference in Baltimore, uh, March 29th uh, through 31st. Okay. Uh, we are going to be doing uh, Wireless West uh, in California, April 26 uh, to 28. And a 5G Blitz Week virtual event. So this is a virtual event. Not everyone has gone back uh, live yet with COVID, but We'll be doing the uh, 5G Blitz virtual event March 28th uh, through 30th, 31st actually, 28th through 31st. So you can catch us at, at any of those uh, any of those shows. 
That's awesome. Well, good. I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll have an opportunity to spend some time face to face with you at, uh, in one of these conferences, but look, I appreciate your time. Uh, and uh, thanks for an interesting and informative conversation. Thank you, John. I enjoyed it. And uh, please, please reach out uh, to me. If you have anyone has any questions about our products or how we can help uh, T Ferris at wilsonelectronics.com. And thanks to everyone who are for joining us today. This concludes our podcast today and, and enjoy the rest of your time. Thank you for listening to Tower Talks. To subscribe to our podcast, our daily newsletter, or use our other industry resources, please visit InsideTowers.com. Until next time, you've been listening to Tower Talks from Inside Towers, the wireless infrastructure industries podcast.